everyone, welcome to Studio RC, an encouragement for your faith as well as your recovery. My name is Pastor Max. I am an alcoholic and want to encourage you uh, through this podcast. And we're so glad that you're here. We're going to start examining the fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit is a, just gives us a lot of examples and the, the, the fruit itself very much correlates to many of the things that we seek and hope to find in our recovery. So each week we'll look at a different fruit. We'll begin with an overview and then take on each fruit each week. This beginning will be the same each week and then we'll go right into the fruit that we're going to examine. And this will take us multiple weeks over the next month and a half or so uh, as we examine the fruit each week. Let me start out with the scripture. The fruit of the Spirit comes from the Bible verse verses from Galatians 5, 22 to 23. Now let me read these to you, and this is where we get the fruit of the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, now, forbearance is also known as patience or long-suffering, but in the NIV it says forbearance. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there are no law. There is no law. Let me read that one more time, and this is, comes from Galatians 5. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. And uh, this was written in a letter by Paul to the Galatians. And he was, in this uh, letter, he was talking about freedom and the freedom that comes from knowing Jesus. What's very interesting about the fruit of the Spirit is these items are things we need to be produced in us to come out of us. We talk about so often, you know, in step one about being powerless, and then we have a higher power, God, who comes in and fills that, that void of powerlessness. That, that same relationship is how the fruit of the Spirit gets produced in us. We need the Spirit to produce these fruit so that we can truly extend them to others. When we have things like love, joy, and peace, they're not things that we've created. They're things that the, the Spirit has created in us and goes through us, which I think is very interesting. I think we sometimes really try to take these on ourselves. So without further ado, we're going to do a timer just like we did in our previous uh, RC Values uh, series. And that seemed to work really well. And we'll, we'll, we'll get each week. Um, I'll have 12 minutes to talk about the particular fruit of that particular week and how it coordinates both with our faith and recovery. And with that, we'll go to our next installment of our looks at the fruit of the spirit for Studio RC. In today's podcast, we are going to continue on our series in the fruit of the Spirit, and we're going to jump into the seventh fruit, which is faithfulness. Faithfulness. So we're going to take a look at that, and we're going to do our usual. We're going to try to see what we can talk about in 12 minutes, see how much we can cover. Faithfulness is 
much like most of these fruits. It's such a big topic, but fingers crossed, we'll see what we can do. So hopefully this will help and bless you. All right, let's put 12 minutes on the clock and go. All right, from the, the uh, Galatians text that uh, all of this is based on, it really ind indicates, I will grow in faithfulness as I allow the, the spirit to strengthen my character. So I'm going to grow in this faithfulness. But again, it, it's the spirit that does it. So let me ask you a question. Has anyone ever, an important in your life, let you down? Did someone tell you they would do something then either forgot or, or maybe just changed their mind? Has anyone ever made a promise to you and then broke that promise? And then I guess the biggest question of all, have you ever done that any of these things to someone else? When a person's faithful, you can trust them. You can put your faith in them and they won't let you down. It's the same way with God. When you say God is faithful, we mean that he, God is dependable. God is reliable. God can be trusted. I find the longer we stay sober, the longer we are trusted and how often we are given more responsibility because we are faithful in, in what is in front of us. So people entrust us with more. All relationships are built on trust. When, when you grow in faithfulness, people will learn they can depend on you and, and you will get you'll enjoy stronger, healthier relationships with people in your life. During our addiction, during our alcoholism, how often had we lost people's faith? They had lost faith in us. They couldn't depend on us. We were not reliable. We were not faithful. But in God's economy, God rewards faithfulness. God is looking for people who will be faithful, faithful to him and his kingdom. Um, also that we may bring glory to God and to honor him. You know, faithful in our home, at work, in our marriages, in our commitments, in our word, in our, our money, in our family, friends, faithful to the church, uh, but ultimately faithful to God. Now, as we think about what faithful means, have you ever heard the expression, I, I'll believe it when I see it? I think it's easy for us to slip into a mindset of, of doubt and cynicism. We live in a, a broken world and we may have gone through some painful experiences, some traumas in our lives. Faithfulness comes from a place of trust and loyalty. And that might be a foreign experience or concept for some of us. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is a confidence in what we hope for, and the assurance about what we do not see. I think that's a great definition of faith. Faith is a confidence in what we hope for, the things you know that we're hoping for through God, and an assurance of what we do not see. It's important to be faithful to God. When we are truly faithful to God, this shapes the way we live. Faithfulness requires us to submit our ways to God. Another scripture, Proverbs 19, 21 says, many are the plans in a person's heart, 
but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. We are to be faithful to God because God's faithful to us or continues to be faithful to us. Now, we may ask the question, how, you know, how do we grow in our faithfulness? We can grow in our faithfulness uh, by having that personal relationship with Jesus. If we're truly faithful to him and obey his commands, this will be evident in our lives. It, 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 the, the fruit will be there, much like the fruit that's being produced of faith, faithfulness. Now, one thing uh, that I want, like a just I think that we sometimes struggle with. Uh, I think sometimes we think faith is a belief that's not based on proof. It's it's this blind faith that's, I can't see it, but you know, it's, it's I, I'm just a shot in the dark. Faithfulness as described in Galatians 5 is grounded in proven truth. Let that sink through. Faithfulness is, is not some blind thing. It's grounded in proven truth. Jesus says in John 14, 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Um, so this faithfulness that we have is grounded in this proven truth through God's word, through God's blessings and activities. We always seek truth as the foundation to our faith. We're not, we're not trying to have faith in a lie or something unseen. We have this foundation of truth to base our faith on. The, uh, and I, I think that, that it, it, that sort of closes the loop in regards to some of the things we think about faith. Cause God has proven his reliability. God's trustworthy. Like, it's trustworthiness again and again and again. We know that God doesn't change. His character doesn't change. It's the same today, yesterday, and forever. Like that. So God's faithfulness, we can trust because he has this trustworthiness, because his character doesn't change. 2 Timothy 2.13 says, If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. Woo-hoo! Thank heaven. How often are we faithless? How often do we lack faith? Even when our faith wavers, we can trust that God's never will. I, I love that about God, that we can trust God. As we grow more faithful about the, the blessings that are in our lives, we develop this understanding that in our darkest hours, where things are unknown, the greatest challenges, when there might be no hope, no light, no sense of God's presence in our life, when we're deeply discouraged, depressed, anxious, hurting, God is still there and God is still faithful. Faithfulness isn't a wishy-washy cheat code to the good life. That's uh, If I just believe in God, everything's gonna work out. I'm gonna rub the genie of, of God's belly and go, go! It's not some weak crutch to, to lead on because we can't handle the woes of the world. Faithfulness is a spiritual muscle that strengthens us as we grow in our understanding of God's character. To, to have faith in God is to trust that he, in the, the perfect image of goodness, love, and wisdom, 
that that he says that he is we can trust that faith is is a tether to something that is so purely true that we can't even fully understand it in our finite minds i i love that thought faith is is a tether it's it's a it's it's a like a rope that we're connected to something and it's so true this this thing that we are connected to we can't even fully understand how faithful God is, how trustworthy God is, how loving God is. And, you know, we even doubting Thomas, who was looking right at the risen Lord, didn't know what to think. But he was treated with grace and patience by Jesus. So he could grow in his faith and understanding. Jesus extended that, even when Thomas doubted. We may be new creations, as described in 2 Corinthians 5, 17. And we have access uh, to and are being changed by the Holy Spirit as it, as it comes in. But we are still in this fallen world, surrounded by st human struggles and confusing events. And so we don't always know what to make of things. I know that for myself, when I lose sight of God in the things of today, um, I can really get caught in the weeds. But then when I remember that God is faithful, when I remember my focus is on God, things kind of take a different focus. They take on a different meaning. And I can have peace of heart because I know that God is faithful. But when I'm in my own mind, when I'm in my own thinking, I, I veer from that. And uh, it's not a pleasant, a pleasant place to be. Now, faith and faithfulness. Faith appears... Um, over 240 different times in uh, the Greek, in the, in the scriptures. Um, and it means, the, the word is pistis, pistis, um, but it means belief, trust, confidence, um, trustworthiness. So faithful, faith and faithfulness appears again and again and again in the scriptures because it's an important concept. Faithfulness is this constancy, this it's uh, something we can rely on. It's, it's steadfast. Um, it is careful, carefulness in keeping what uh, we are entrusted with. When we have faithfulness, we're careful to uh, you know take care of the things. Biblical faithfulness requires belief in what the Bible says about God, that it what it says about God's existence, God's works, and God's character. And we need to believe that the Spirit is also that, that seal of faithfulness, that, that, that Jesus left the, the Spirit to be with us, and the Spirit comes down and guides us and encourages us. In Hebrews 11, there's this uh, great long list of faithful men and women uh, in the Old Testament who trusted God. And they're, they're throughout the Bible, but you have Abel um, understanding that a, uh, the, his understanding of God that made his sacrifice real and authentic. We have Noah who trusted God's word that the co coming judgment as well as God's promise to save his family. I mean, imagine Noah, his faithfulness. He's asked in the middle of a desert, hey, can you build a boat? And 
we don't even really know what a boat is or an ark is and and can you do these things and the, the, the his faithfulness even among people making fun of him even among people not understanding you have abraham and, and sarah believing against all evidence they'd have a child or or rahab trusted god to protect her family when the israelites destroyed jericho or gideon's mustard seed faith uh routed an entire army in judges um, God rewards those who seek him and trust him. That's our job. Seek him and trust him. We trust what God does because we trust him. We trust who God is. In other words, we trust God even when God is silent. Even when we see no miracles. That's part of faithfulness. We know God is reliable, steadfast, and true. The Old Testament saints had faith in this in, in the invisible works of God. Abraham never saw his descendants become as numerous as the stars in the sky. Moses never entered the promised land. None of the Old Testament saints lived to see the Messiah, but they were faithful. They believed God would do as he promised. They lived by faith and not by sight. Faithfulness is believing in God and that believing that God is who he says he is and continuing in that belief despite all the different challenges that we may see or experience in life. I see that I've gone over by about a minute, so I will land this faithfulness train, but we trust what God says in the Bible and not necessarily what the world or our, our own eyes tells us. We can trust that God will work out everything for good. He promises that. I work all things together for good for those who believe in me and, and, uh, and do, my, um, do my bidding. That it doesn't mean that all things are good, but God works all things together for good. And we trust that our situation on earth is nothing compared to our future reward in heaven. The only way we can have such faith is because the Holy Spirit influences us, reminds us. The Holy Spirit testifies to the truth and impels us to seek God. The Spirit makes us faithful. Thankfully, we have a faithful God. Thankfully, we have a faithful Messiah, and thankfully, we have a faithful spirit. All right, that concludes our time. I went over a minute or two today, um, but I appreciate your faithfulness in watching us, and hopefully that encouraged you and helped just uh, shed a little light on what faithfulness can be. We encourage you. We always are looking for activity uh, based on our our studio RC podcasts and, and the things that we uh, are putting up. So we ask you, subscribe, like, share. Um, it really, it helps engagement and it helps us get this, what I think is hopefully valuable content for you out to others so that they can see the value and that they can see how recovery and faith truly are a blessing and how they work together. So we thank you so much. And uh, we uh, just remind you, Recovery Church, 12 steps, one goal. God bless, and we'll see you next time. Hey.